Welcome to the Crew Review. Hello. Welcome we back. We are here. Yeah. This is, uh, this is our second remote podcast. A um, couple hundred miles away. Trying to make it work. Overcoming. We're making it work. Technological difficulties. Um, yeah, making advancements in the in the world of technology. It's almost like Elon Musk has like reincarnated in the both of us. Yeah, what we're doing right now. It's definitely required a lot of effort, and I think, uh, I think it's doable. It but, is. It's just it's it's honestly like we're in the same place, but it's just working out schedules. It's just like we're busy. Yeah, I mean that would probably be a difficulty even if we were together. It's just I think less of a challenge, or it's more of a challenge because, I don't know, I'm probably a little less motivated to do it since it requires more setup and preparation to do it separately, but whatever. Yeah. We are uh, we're going to do a little week one and two recap just because we were absent after week one. No guarantee that we're going to do this yeah. weekly or even bi-weekly, um, but we'll try i guess i mean bi-weekly is much more likely to happen than weekly weekly is just tough um but we're gonna tough. we're gonna we try like, everybody's team and we try doing yeah but it's just busyness yeah yeah we'll figure it out uh we'll get in the groove of things it's still it's still kind of weird but uh we're just gonna go through everybody's team talk about what they did week one talk about what they did week two um and yeah so we're gonna start with riley's team this is in no particular order oh awkward we have a we I'm have a three minute I'm clock for each team so we're gonna try to spend you know a minute on week one a minute on week two and then a minute on just our general feel for that where this team's headed and and how they performed over the first two weeks maybe maybe a little bit of what we think they're gonna do week three we could do that um so yeah, we're gonna start basically, with Riley's team. If we were doing like a video podcast, this would basically be PCI, and we're just going down the teams. Right, exactly. So uh, in week one, oh hold on, let me start the timer. Ready, set, go. In week one, Riley played Julian and won, and Riley had a really good week, yeah. 135 points. Um, really impressive. What what do you have to say about your week one victory? Um, it was really what you wanted to see. It was like everything was buzzing. I started Kenny Stills for some reason, and he went off, and it was just, I don't know. It's really everything I hoped for in a victory. Um, I am always really, like, watchful of my kickers, though, and that was like, dude, what are you doing? Even yeah. in the, in my victory, I was very upset with my kicker. Yeah, you should probably move on from Boswell. But Riley's in a precarious have- position regarding Le'Veon Bell, and now he has also lost Joe Mixon, so – uh, in pretty bad shape, to be quite honest. Um, I would totally make a trade with you with James Conner, so I think we should talk about that, but now is not the time nor the place. Um, but I think your team is probably going to do this all year, you know, have a really good week and then have a pretty rough week back and forth. But uh, you did really good week one, and then... Week two, we're on to we're on to week two now. Mm-hmm. Um, week two, let's see. You played Roush and got beat pretty mightily. Yeah, I did. 
So Roush's team just had a good week, but we'll, we'll, we'll talk about Roush's team when it's Roush's team's turn. But your team, not terrible. I mean, you scored almost 100 points. It's just the kicker again killed you. Kenny yeah. Stills, not great. And your running backs yeah. are, are a weakness now. Yes. And honestly, okay, so with my running backs, I didn't expect a lot out of Crowell. Um, and because, like, he went off the week before, I was like, I don't expect this. Right. And Joe Mixon, nine points. I'm not that, but obviously not. now he's not as big of a component on my team. So Yeah. No, yeah, it's definitely it, – I think it was a strength for you, your, your top two running backs, but with injuries and holdouts, it's just turned into a, a pretty big weakness. And when you think about it, like you drafted – Le'Veon Bell, Joe Mixon, Alshon Jeffrey were, you know, probably three of your top five or six picks, and now they're just gone for and I was Alshon time being. Alshon Jeffrey was a little bit later in my draft, but you're basically correct. Yeah. The thing about like, overall is I'm definitely down on them, and this is not like a reverse jinx situation. I know everyone loves to do that. Um, if you look at like the disparity between my like the points on my team, it's not been good both weeks. Travis Kelsey got 26 points this week. I love him to death. He's not going to do it again. Um, and so it's, it's one of those things like you can't count on your tight end to get 26 yeah. points and your running back to get four. So. All right. On to week three. I'm just going to do a quick pick. I think, I think Kendall's going to beat you in week three. That's my, that's my go-to. You got four seconds. I'm also thinking that my team is not that great. Okay, cool. All right. There was, there was a timer. I'm sure that was probably really loud for you guys, and I'm sorry, but that's just what you're going to have to deal with every three minutes. So welcome to the podcast. <laughs> Next, we're going to talk about uh, Brandon, the Beefy Boys. Yep. It's been a interesting year for Brandon. I think his team is one of the most well-rounded. Week one, he ran into an absolute freight train by the name of Josh Yarbrough and uh, lost. Um, but his team, you know, Tyreek Hill had almost 40 points. That's pretty nice. Um, I, I I really don't think Brandon is in bad shape at all. Um, his running backs are a little weak, but like that can pretty much be fixed by the waiver wire. Um, I think Brandon's probably one of the top three or four teams in the league. In week one, he uh, scored 126 points, which will normally win you a week. Um, but just for whatever reason this week couldn't pull it off or week one couldn't pull it off i scored a lot of points yeah. just a little unfortunate Unlucky. i think what's very like you know it's promising for actually both you and brandon in this situation for week one is that you left a lot of points on the bench which is always a solid thing because at least you have the ability to to put those people in later so um it was a great week for both of you guys and it was like josh really just edged it out um you know maybe Trey Burton gets some more points next time, and he ends up like pushing over the top. Yeah. Uh, but in this week, that first week, that's how it went. So, uh, week two, Brandon took on Bryce and barely edged out a victory. So, like what I did to Brandon week one, Brandon did to Bryce, except a little low, more low scoring, like subtract twenty five points from that. Um, but it's it's. A little worrisome that outside of four players uh, being his top two running backs and his top two wide receivers, Brandon isn't really getting any contributions from a flex. You know, defense kicker is pretty weak, and his quarterback play has been subpar. Um, this week I think he's starting Blake Bortles, which is risky. I don't know if I would do that. But 
respect. Um, what, what do you have to say? Well, first of all, um, yeah, the bottom half of the team is quite scary. Um, and obviously, like, he is getting those contributions from that, like, the upper half of his team, like, the people that are supposed to score you more points. Um, but Andrew Luck, kind of a spotty option. But, you know what I'm saying, there are quarterbacks out there. It's a very quarterback-heavy league. Ask around, Alex Smith is on the on the board. So, All right. Um, let's see, what else? Uh, week three. Brandon plays who who do you play week three, Brandon? Let's see. Um you play Trevor. Ooh, Trevor. this is this is my marquee matchup of the week right here. Trevor and Brandon. Uh actually just kidding, it's Kyle and Jack, but this one is a close second. Um I think that Trevor's team is really good. He has the most points for, but I'm gonna give this one to Brandon. I think he just Edges it out, you know. I think his team has some really good matchups. Uh, so does Trevor's, but I just have a good feeling about Brandon this week. What do you think? Uh, I honestly am always going to, like, want to side with Trevor's team because he has so much, like, upside potential. Antonio Brown is not going to – I think I don't think he's playing this week. I, I could be wrong. Juju's going to be that number one wide receiver option. Um, but then you also have Golden Tate, Rob Gronkowski, running backs – Totally terrifying. Um, he's got a, like a very good chance of winning. So I'm going to right. I'm gonna stop this timer prematurely because I actually didn't start it on time for Brandon. But that's uh, that's a fact. That's that's extra time. Who who next? Julian. All right. Yep. Week one. Julian lost to uh, Riley. We talked about this a little yep. earlier. Julian's team is just always that team. He's got Michael Thomas, who's an absolute monster, and I think will be all season. Ravens defense yep. had a good week one. Outside of that, pretty trash, unfortunately. Um, and now he has his number one running back hurt. And so Julian's in pretty rough shape. Week one didn't go great for him. Lost by like 50. Um, but that's how Julian goes, you know. Starts off and just learns from learns from his mistakes, and, and makes spectacular waiver pickups. But not just waivers, even just like free agents. He's really good at that. So week one, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know what Julian's record is in week ones, but I assume it's probably not good. Uh, but it doesn't really matter because he comes close to the playoffs or makes the playoffs every single year. Yep. Um, this is one of those things, like kind of like what you said, Julian's the wild card, and so you never know what's going to happen early in the in the game. Um, this is one of those things where, like, you know, like, you're playing against someone who's hot, like, who's a streaky shooter. And so if if you end up, like, whooping them, you just shake hands and just say good game because, you know, on another day, this might be you. So that's what we did. He texted me GG, said GG back, blah, blah, blah. That's it. Uh, week two, strangely enough, Julian played me and got the old uh, one-two podcast punch. Um and we really laid it on him. I beat him by 22. Um, it was closer than it looks, though. Uh, I had a lot of points scored from Russell Wilson in like the last minute of that Monday night game. So that didn't really make it close. But what killed Julian was everybody outside of Michael Thomas, Aguilar, uh, his running backs, and Garoppolo. Tight end, flex, kicker, uh, defense killed him. So... Uh, I I don't think he's in bad shape. It's just those 
those same same thing with Brandon is those four positions that are typically less important: tight end, flex, defense, kicker. Those are the ones that can get you into trouble. Yeah, there's a lot of points that can be scored right there. Like for example, the bottom four for um, for you in that situation, right? You got three points from tight end, which is low, but you got eight point three, nineteen, and then ten, and those le- like the last last three. So you got to find a way to make those points count. And right. negative points on deep is always a no. So, and then week three for Julian, we have him and Bryce taking on each other in a battle of the O and twos. This one should be close. Um, projections, I think, have Bryce winning. Uh, but this one, this one will be interesting. Yeah, Bryce is favored by seven according to projections, but those don't matter. Um, I'm gonna give this one. Hmm. I want to say Julian wins, and it's not because I don't like Bryce. I don't have anything. I don't have an issue with Bryce. I wish he would text in the league more, but other than that, mm-hmm. I just think Julian has this uh, like power that makes him never go zero and three. But I could be wrong. What do you think? Um, I want to go with Bryce. Who? Let's see here. All right, so I'm going to go with Bryce because I think his running backs are in good situations. Also, he's got a sun, a, a, like a, a heavy Sunday 12 o'clock, but then um, he's got a Sunday night or Sunday afternoon games, you know what I'm saying? But then that Monday push is where he's going to make the final, final play. Um, but, you know what I'm saying? I think Bryce has the opportunity to do it. I like his running backs a lot, honestly, especially in my situation. <laughs> All right, on to our next team, coincidentally, is Bryce. And so week one did not go well for Bryce. Uh, Had a bit of a rough week, only scored 98 points, but that's not bad. The rough part of his week is that he played Trevor, who scored 150. So that'll make your week kind of suck. It'll put a damper on your mood. Negative nine from the Saints defense, that'll kill it. Uh, so that's that Bryce. Uh, I think his team's better than that. Absolutely. Like, I think it's really unfortunate the fact that, like, he only scored 98 points is what we see, but he had negative nine points. So what can you do about that? Um, if he doesn't start a defense, he cracks 100. So yeah, it's a weird no, thing right there. If he starts a defense that scores seven points, then he scores 115, and then it's like, all right, you just got unlucky. So that's what happened week yeah. one. You just got yeah. unlucky, Bryce. Don't think too hard about Everybody, it. Everybody's gotten like whooped like that before, and there's nothing you can do about it. Week two, Bryce, a little unlucky again. Only lost by six. Uh, it's uh, it, it may just be that his team's not that great. I don't really know. It seems like Bryce is just going to score the same amount every week, and if he catch somebody, catches somebody on a bad week, he'll win. But other than that, I just don't know how many games Bryce is going to win. Uh, I after week two, I'd probably be a little bit worried, just because it's a little too it seems consistent. About just uh, yeah, so I'd worry about that. It's not consistently good enough, I would say. Um, yeah, I think so too. And you know, hopefully things will change. Derrick Henry hopefully can be like more of a, like a larger contributor to the team. Um, and then the bottom four for you, hopefully start producing more. Honestly, Justin Tucker is going to be a, like a key for you. Tucker. Uh, and then all, obviously like Jordan. I barely know her. 
Okay, so next team or next, next week team for Bryce. Me. All right. Wait, but it's. I think we're going forward to the next week. Oh, you're right. Sorry, Bryce and Julian. We already talked about that one a little bit. I picked Julian. Riley picked Bryce. I did. I, I think it'll be close. I think it'll, it it yeah. really will be close. And like like I said earlier, it is not a death sentence to be zero and three. I think the the stat that we the, that I had researched was three and zero and two and one are equally as likely to go to the championship or make playoffs uh, as one and two and zero and three. So really, it starts to matter weeks five on. Those are the really important ones. So don't worry about it too much, guys. Okay, week one for Josh Yarbs. All right, week one for me. I played Brandon. We talked about this a little bit. My team uh, got off to a roaring start. Everyone outside of Greg Olson, who got hurt, and Matt Stafford, who had the worst game of his life. Um, But everybody else, fantastic game. James Conner, great waiver pickup. He's a beast. I I really couldn't complain at all with week one. Maybe... You know, the thing is... Everyone was going to pick up James Conner. I think three people had a waiver claim for him at least. I definitely did. Um, and that was just, you know, how it goes sometimes. I'm well, just very mad that you It actually wasn't up. a waiver pickup. It was a free agency pickup. I just picked him up off a of free agency. There was no waiver claims. So. Uh, I claimed him on the waiver, but it's fine. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Sure you did. So I did. Won, I just had a really good, I just had a really, really good batch of luck against Brandon, I think, like 100, 130 or more points in week one. Week one's basically random, I think. There's no real strategy to week one. Yeah. You just pick – you just play the players that you picked in order, basically, um, and then see how it goes. Uh, and uh, it went well for me week one. Week Certainly. two, I played Julian, and this one was close. This one had me scared. Because to me, Julian's team isn't that good now. I'm sure it will be. But it's one of those games where it's like, like I, I know I have to have it now because wins are hard to come by later in the season. And so when you run into a team yeah. that you should beat now, you have to. you got to take all the wins you can. And so I was really lucky because I almost lost. It came down to Monday night, and the Bears defense had to bail me out. But I'm forever appreciative. Yeah, Bears defense really went off. That was a crazy game to watch. But the rest of your team looks like they're really buzzing. So, I mean, it's honestly pretty solid. Your tight ends have been kind of iffy those first two weeks, but I think you're in a better position now. So, there it is. Yeah, I did just trade for Zach Ertz. So. Week three, Lighten I take the ball. Roush. And this is actually interesting. Um It'll be close. I don't have a tight end right now, so that doesn't really count. But I think that uh, yeah. that our teams are pretty evenly matched. Um, I think I probably have a little more consistent players, but that doesn't necessarily mean that they're better because his team could totally go off and just destroy mine. Like Aaron Rodgers is going to have a really, really good game here soon. Zeke is probably going to have a good game soon. You know, I I have to re- root for Adrian Peterson. 
I think Roush is in a good spot. I think I'm in a good spot. This will be a close one. May the best man win. I picked up Dan Bailey, so hopefully Dan Bailey kicks a lot of field goals and just rubs it in Roush's face on the Vikings. Yeah, honestly, this is like a, a nice matchup for the week. Honestly, like I would probably say one to watch um, as far as the league goes. You guys are two upper like upper like upper level teams fighting like fighting off against each other, so it'll be good to watch. Um, what is who's next? Oh, Alex, perfect. Week one, Alex had a terrible week. Alex played Jack, and we picked him, and Alex made us look like fools. And so I kind of have an issue with Alex for that because his team sucked. Um. And the only thing is the fact that um, Jack's name at the time was Alex Roush. And so we picked Alex Roush, but did we pick Alex Roush? That's the only thing. So. That's a good point. I really wish Jack would stop doing that because it really confuses me when I see Kendall Phelps as his name or Kyle as his name because I think that's Kyle's team. really hurts my brain. So that's my problem with it. Uh, and I don't really know what we can do to stop that i figured jack would stop it after he lost week two like it, it worked week one but it didn't work week two i thought he would stop i was hoping he would stop but he didn't so uh but Roush's team just had a sucky week one i think we can chalk it up to that week yeah. two Roush's team had a pretty solid week against riley pretty you know all around good week only one team not in uh, double digit or one player not in double digits. Uh, really good week actually. Really consistent. So good job, Roush. Yep. Across the board, he was definitely doing things well. Um, and you also can't hope for like it's honestly like a very solid like recovery from week one because like obviously week one is random. But if you're not doing well week one, you like all the thoughts in your head are this is not good. Yeah, the alarms uh, are definitely going off if you have a bad week one. Uh. So, uh, a well-done recovery, uh, week two. And week three, he plays me, and like we just talked about, I honestly think this could go either way. Um, I think I'd probably pick myself, but I feel like I have to pick Roush uh, just for the reverse jinx possibility. So, Mm -hmm. I'm going to pick Roush. Plus, I don't... I feel like two and zero is different from three and zero. Three and zero definitely puts a target on your back. Versus like two and one, like there are going to be a lot of two and one teams, so you can sort of fly under the radar. But if you're three and zero, it means teams are gunning for the undefeated team. So I'd, I'd like to stay away from that. Yep. Um, but yeah, I think it'll be close. Roush, I think your team is good. You have weathered the storm a little bit with. You know the Doug Baldwin, Aaron Rodgers injuries, and and you've come out better, better than you started, I'd say. Uh, the next team is Trevor, and Trevor Week One got off to a great start, beating up on Bryce, uh, and winning by like fifty and scoring one hundred fifty points. So that was really good for Trevor. He came out and established his dominance after his championship season last year, and reminded us all what he's capable of. And he did it on the backs of a really just, you know, concerted team effort. It was really well-rounded, and uh, it, was, it was great to see. Yeah, it's one of those things where it's like, 
oh man, like he can't do this again. Um, and honestly, I think everyone's like, everyone's kind of like playing him off right now. Like he will not repeat, but he is a serious threat to um, very well-rounded team that's performing quite well across the board. So um, it's one of those things like, can he keep it up? But if you look at the players that he has, it looks like they definitely can. So um, drafted amazing. His players are playing well. Hopefully they don't get injured. I know his kicker did, but hopefully the rest of his team stays healthy because if they do, um, they can, he can make a run again. Week two, Trevor played Kyle and just sort of got outscored, really. Um, David Johnson didn't have a great game. Gronk had a bad game. And so that's really what killed Trevor. Uh, Kyle had a good game. And, and Trevor, I wouldn't worry about it too much. You know, solid contributions from Gurley and Juju. Uh, and so if, if you can get that every week, uh, then you'll probably be fine. You'll win, you know, four times out of five, and, and that's really all you need to do. I think Trevor's a surefire playoff team at this rate. Uh, I think he's in a good spot. Yeah. Um, for me, one thing is, like, Trevor's definitely not, like, a a lower half of, like, the league team. I know a lot of people are one and one right now, but, like, Trevor is one of the few that is like, I would say, leading the pack. So, um, honestly, got nothing to worry about. Your team's going to perform. They just didn't this week. So, as well. I mean, they got 121 points. They definitely performed. So, yeah, Trevor's the leading scorer right now. So, by no means is he in in any way uh, in a bad spot. Uh, Brandon yeah. and Trevor play, like we talked about. Uh, I think I picked Brandon just because I, I had a gut feeling about it and I'm going to stick with that because uh, I don't know just something special about Brandon's team Trevor's team is really good but I think it's just it's got some rough matchups this week uh, and, and I think uh, I think Brandon's going to come out on top and uh, one of these teams they're both really good teams and one of them is going to end up with a one and two record which is kind of sad mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just how uh, like the matchup has worked out, but both of them are great. I think I went with Trevor's team, and hopefully I did for continuity. <laughs> All right. Okay, Let's well, do, uh... Tommy's messing with I'm going to get out of here. Uh, I'll start with uh, Kyle's team real quick. Week one, Kyle won. Uh, he beat He beat Kendall. It was a low-scoring affair. Kyle was the lowest-scoring winner week one. Um the only winner to score less than 130 points. Um, and it was basically just because his running backs both kind of sucked, kind of got hurt. If you guys go look at uh, the scoreboard from week one, like most of Kyle's players are questionable. Most of Kendall's players are questionable. It's pretty crazy. But Kyle had a pretty good week one. Kendall had a little bit less good week one. And so that's really what happened. And, and Kyle just took the opportunity and won. So that's, you know, if, if you get a chance where your team only uh, your opponent only scores 82, 88 points, you better take advantage of it and win. Week two, Kyle's team really put in the work, high-scoring team that week, uh, 137 points, and took it to Trevor, the defending champ, and reminded him what it's like to uh, get beat, even though Trevor beat Kyle last year in the championship underrated storyline that was a championship rematch I didn't even think about that till just now but Kyle got revenge so good for him 
Yeah, definitely did well. And I think one thing about last year, it was just like, I think it was Kyle has been like sneaking in the playoffs for a while. And then Trevor was really the dark horse. And you're like, he's not going to do it. And then he did. So it was a much bigger storyline Trevor won than Kyle Walsh, if that makes any sense. Right. Week three. Here is my favorite matchup of the week. Week three. <laughs> we have Kyle Baker versus Jack Fronheiser. This one, folks, is the one we've been waiting for. This is going to be a great game. Let's hope everybody's healthy. Both teams have a, a little bit of an injury issue uh, with some questionable players, some very important questionable players on, on both sides. Uh, Absolutely. We will uh, see who wins. One of these teams, if Kyle wins, Jack goes to 1-2, and two, which is uh, not terrible. But if, if Jack wins, they're both 2-1, and one, and they're both in a pretty good spot. So... Uh, I think, honestly, I think I'm going to pick Jack because he's got the two Sunday night players while Kyle is done Sunday at 1 o'clock. That's kind of scary. Oh, well, yeah, that's never a good sign. Kyle has one person Thursday and then everybody at noon. Sorry, noon, not 1 o'clock. Uh, noon on Sunday. So uh, something to look out for, Kyle. You may want to make some starting lineup changes just to get somebody out there later than noon. But you only have one player on your roster later than noon. So you'll have to figure something out. All right. Yep. Now, on to Jack. Week one, Jack came out with this interesting strategy where he uh, he employed this thing where he was naming his team after his opponent, and it worked. It scared Roush. Badly, Rush was uh, Rush was very flummoxed and didn't know what to do, and so he got beat by like fifty. And then, as far as that matchup went, Jack really had his wide receivers did well, Alvin Kamara did well, and Tom Brady did well, and that was basically it. Uh, solid contributions from a defense and kicker, but other than that, it was a pretty weak week. Uh, no pun intended. Um, plus, yeah. Roush just sucked. So it was pretty much the best of both worlds for him there. Shots to the old podcast. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. Week two, I'm going to let you take week two uh, about Jack. You can talk about him and his matchup with Kendall, uh, where he failed to intimidate his opponent. So, yeah. Yeah, so, you know... He went back with the whole name strategy, which is one of my favorite things he's doing this year, besides obviously uh, the, like the power rankings. Um, so this week, kind of like, ooh, I'm, I'm blanking. Oh, Kyle, you know, taking advantage uh, of week two. This is one of the situations where you score 109 points, um, relatively balanced. You know, the defense didn't play well, um, and Odell didn't perform like you expected him to. Um, you can't really be too upset. You would probably want a little bit more from your quarterback, but otherwise – um, you did a really good job as far as picking your picking your spots, um, but you are just playing Kendall, and he was he was cooking something up for real, and so yeah. um, just not a great week. Uh, yeah, I think I think that was a that was an interesting matchup to see Kendall come all the way back after Jack having an advantage uh, on Thursday night with AJ Green. That's why you can never yep. be happy on Thursday night when your player scores a lot. I hate Thursday night games; mm -hmm. they're a curse. Uh, week three, we just talked about it. Kyle versus Jack. It's going to be a really good game. 
I got my eyes peeled for it. I'm really excited to watch it go down. Pretty evenly matched team on paper. Uh, Kyle's team has had some injury stuff like we talked about. But again, I'm picking Jack. I think Kyle's team, the injuries might haunt him a little bit. Matchups aren't great for, for Kyle's team. Uh, so I'm picking Jack. And yeah, I think it'll be really close though. I think it'll be similar to mine and Brandon's game where both teams are going to score high 100 or, you know, 130 or something, but, but Jack's just going to edge him out a little bit. I'm excited to see what, like how Jack's team progresses throughout the season, because I'm always like, you know, skeptical of what his ceiling is. Um, and I think this year he actually has a chance to do really well. So we'll, well see. he did start two and O last year. So, you know, Anything can happen, right? That's a fact. Our final team is Kindle, one of the most perplexing teams from the draft that we've ever talked about in the history of this podcast, yeah. not even just this season. I can't get a feel on Kindle's team. Week one, bad week. Mm-hmm. Only 88 points, right? He lost to Kyle. Yep. Uh, just not a great week. Didn't know what to get from Kindle. After the draft, I thought he was a bad team. And then, you know, week one didn't have a great week, and so I thought it was justified. Well, what did you think after week one? Well, after week one, like, I don't know. I'm always like, kind of like we said earlier, it's a toss-up. I do want to point out on the podcast before week one, you were saying, Kendall, I don't know why you had, like I said, you had a bad team. Your team looks okay to me. Um, and that's a, a normal thing because this team did look okay. They did not perform up to, up to snuff that first week. But I think Kendall knows that his team is all right. Um, and I think so, too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like I say so much stuff on this podcast. I can't even keep track of all of it. But I probably Absolutely. said his team's bad and also said his team is good in the same sentence at some point. So Yeah. Well, it's basically first take throwing things at the wall. Yeah. Right. Week two, uh, like we just talked about, we just talked about this game. Kendall beat Jack. Kendall just had blow-up performances from Brandon Cooks, Adam Thielen, and Matt Ryan, uh, and and just out-dueled Jack in that regard. Uh, got nothing, a net zero from his defense and kicker. So I think Kendall was really, really lucky to get out of here with a W. Um, I don't know how much faith I'd have in his team this week, but we'll talk about that in a second. But it was a good victory because you do not want to go 0-2 uh, going into his next matchup, and so it was important that he got the the win here. Yes, and I think also whenever your team's going off like that and you have players that don't play well, depending on the position, it can be a very good thing or a very bad thing. So with the fact that your kicker and your defense aren't playing well but the rest of your team is, I think that's a good sign for the rest of the season because they're not as – usually defenses and kickers aren't as shifty. They're yeah, going to hit you with what they're going to hit you. Yes. You can you – can, there's going to be some kicker that gets signed like week eight that becomes the best fantasy kicker or something. And defenses change so fast with injuries, and they're pretty much just based on matchups that you can make it work without having the same defense all year. Um, week three, this is our Absolutely. final uh, little talk about this week. Kendall and Riley. So once Little again, Riles. I'm pretty sure I took Kendall. I don't think this one will be that close. Riley's in injury trouble. Um, So like I talked about earlier, I'm going to try to get Riley to make a trade with me at the end of this podcast. We'll see if he does it. Um, 
but I think there is a serious uh, serious advantage for Kendall here, and, and he should come out with the win. I'm going to pick Kendall, um, and and I think it could be close if Riley gets some big performances from like Ryan Fitzpatrick, one of his running backs, Emmanuel Sanders, and Travis Kelsey. I think that's definitely within the realm of possibility, but I wouldn't be surprised if, if he got blown out. Um, now, earlier, I do remember saying my team's not going to win. We're not that good. What I will say is, if it comes down to this year, Ryan Fitzpatrick on Monday night, I will give it to him, especially if he's playing my Steelers, who have been not been performing well at all. They haven't been playing well, and I think they'll play down to the competition. Um, so I'm really betting against my team to lose. I think it's a, a, it's a win-win, really. Um, and it's, it's a lose-lose win. I don't know. Um, but then also, the uh, another... For you, even if you're down by you know, 25 or 30 going into Monday night, Ryan yeah. Fitzpatrick has scored 42 and 30 points. So that hope, that hope think, is there. I don't think it's going to be that bad. I don't think he's going to score that many points, but I do think he'll be a serious contributor. And also, uh, an eyesore on my team has been my kicker. Chris Boswell has been dropped, and I love Pittsburgh kickers, but he is not doing us justice right now. So um, this isn't my time to talk about my team. I think Kendall will win, but I think my team is on the upswing. So, Yeah, go Kendall. Your team is much better than I ever gave it credit for so good job you're probably at, i think you're probably the fifth or sixth best team you're the last team i'd put one of the last two teams i put in the playoff hunt that's that's how far i'll yeah. go with that all right um but that wraps up our you know week one and two review week three preview discussion uh really there's just not enough time in a day for us to do uh as much podcasting as we would like so that's really where our struggle comes in. Uh, we'll try to get this out as soon as possible and uh, try to get another podcast done when we find time. Uh, no guarantees. I'm yeah. not making any promises. I'm just saying that we'll try to no. do something, which is like the lowest amount of effort I can put into something. Listen, I'm going to say my hopes. My hope is we can get someone on the podcast next week that. Um, performed well in week three or a, a good performer in week one or week two. Well, That's what I'm You already at. have a good performer in week one or two right here on the podcast. Your number one team after two weeks is right here on the podcast. All right. So we were wrapping up actually. Yeah. Um, it's, and so it's, it's wrapped. Yeah. It's, it's over. Um, it was a, uh, it was a good podcast. I think a little rushed, but yeah. probably for the better. Um, a quick yeah, forty-minute podcast. We've been having some longer podcast. A little long in the tooth, but we had a lot to cover this week. It was a two-week podcast, so it's basically like two twenty-minute podcasts. Uh, honestly, yep. actually more than that because it was a week one review, a week two review, and a week three preview. So it's like three podcasts in one. Yeah. There we go. Talk about getting value for your money. That's great, right there. But yeah, we will. Uh, we'll try to get back at you guys. As soon as possible. Um, it's crazy life down here at the refinery. Uh, <laughs> every day is a new day, you know. I never know what's going to come up. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> we will uh, we'll get with you guys in a little bit. Uh, have a nice conversation with you guys at another time. Hopefully close in time to now. I'm really struggling right now. 
but uh yep. yeah is, thanks for listening is, gotta wrap it up yeah all right Goodbye. see y'all guys This has been an episode of The Crew Review. Thanks for listening.